The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. So nice promise, focusing on, on, on our motivational talk and having our guest in studio speaking about flip, uh, mind flip, rather, is Malcolm Phillips. Malcolm, good morning to you and indeed a warm welcome. Thanks, Asha. Good morning. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. And yourself? Um, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's Monday, so it's a new opportunity, new week, new possibilities. We don't know what it holds for us, but we can only be excited about it. Definitely. And you know, Malcolm, we're so happy to have you because we know this is going to be a four-part series with you as well. Yep. So if you'll turn it Monday, we'll have some motivation as well and I think basically that we always feel that you know what it's the new year people make the new year's resolutions um, I always say if you have a dream then you need to wake up to really realize that dream isn't yes. it because no, absolutely. You, you don't want it to stay a dream unfortunately uh, because you want you know to, to be it you want to live that dream as well mm. so you know with regards to you being a life coach as well tell yep. us where it all started yeah, so I think for most of my life, one of my greatest passions was always to help people mm-hmm. in one way or the other. And I've always tried to develop um, people. And I remember far back um, when I just started working, um, I was looking for a, a promotion, if I can put it that way. And I was told. <laughs> when you started, you looked for a promotion <laughs> when already. When I started. You know, ambition is to start very early. You can't wait till you're older. <laughs> so I was working in, in one part of the factory. Uh, it was a clothing company that I worked for. And I thought, wait, I'm going to get out of this part. I'm going to move into another area. And I, I will never forget what I was told. I was told that you will, they will never allow you to go from here uh-huh. because you do such a great job. So yes, it was a feather in my cap, but it was also a stumbling block. And then from that point, I said, how do I help others? Yes. So make myself indispensable, but then I help others. And by helping the other guys to kind of take over from me, that is where it started for me in terms of helping people to realize their own goals. Else you, you, would, you would have been stuck there, isn't it? I would have been stuck there. So that would have been the benefit for me, is that I move on. But... When I look back, that was my greatest joy that I, was actually to see the growth and development of people. And so every space that I find myself in, whether it be working within the community, whether doing different things, it was about the people. And how do we get them to realize their goals, their hopes, their dreams? And because we can easily get stuck in terms of where we are and we have all these limitations and we can't see past it. So I found my job in being how do I help people look past the limitations and at the options and the possibilities of what life actually holds for us. So what you're saying that if you're in a position and you want to move on, you need to, um, uh, should we say, um, upskill others to do what you are doing so that you know that when you're moving on, nothing is going to fall flat on the side, but at least there is that uh, progress and continuation. Absolutely. And some people can do it from a selfish point of view, uh-huh. but ultimately, if you think about it by uplifting somebody else, yes. you're actually uplifting yourself as well. Um, and if the focus, and, and that's why my focus is always on others. Um, if you focus on others, it somehow kind of manifests in your own life um, to an extent. Um, yeah, so for me, life coaching 2017, I went on a life coaching course mm-hmm. at ZACAP, and that's when I found that within that first week, I knew this one I do for the rest of my life because it's one way for me to be able to make an impact in people's lives. And I must say, the journey has been great so far. So, and also the possibilities that people and some people's lives that have been turned around, decisions that they've made, um, and especially when it comes to the setting of goals. So we're in this new year, yes. it's still January, it seems very long, it's like, how many, I think January's got like 12 weeks or something. Um, but <laughs> Isn't it 12 months in one month? <laughs> <laughs> so actually, the one thing that, uh, that I realized the end of last year, so everybody gets into this new year resolutions kind of um, phase, either they love it or they hate it. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I did a run with one of my uh, friends. Excuse me. 
And I asked him, so how's the re- resolutions coming in? He says, I don't believe in that stuff. It's mm-hmm. useless. It doesn't work. And I got to thinking, is it the resolution that is not working? Or is it the way that we are setting that resolution that is not working? Just, you know, um, on, on, on that point as well, when we speak about setting goals and, and you know, cleaning clutter and all of that. And I mm. think as, as a community, we often take our holidays to clean home or, you know, to yes. say we're going to be spring cleaning. We're going to do this and we do that. But if we, if we ever looked into our minds and say, you know, what is there that needs to be cleared out? Yes. Am I going to go into 2020 with the same mindset of 2019? Mm. Um, Am I going to move on or being stuck, you know, with what happened last year? Or do I want to know, you know, am I going to be a better person in 2020 now? Can I develop myself? Yes. I think that's one of our biggest things is that we want to set goals. We want Mm -hmm. new things. But I can't go in getting new things with the same mindset. Because I haven't created the space for it. Absolutely. So my way of thinking needs to change my way of being needs to change. So when it comes to goal setting, it's not just about the thing that you want to achieve, but it's who you're going to be at the end of that goal. And when we do the spring cleaning, I mean, when it comes to, I had a debate with somebody about why do we do this whole December, paint the house, clean the yard, <laughs> nothing done all year through, but in one month we want to do everything. <laughs> and It's not it's, even a month, it's about two weeks. It's about two it? weeks, exactly, <laughs> because the rest we want to enjoy the holiday. Um, and it's amazing how we cram, by cramming all of those things in that one space, do we actually do justice to the change of our way of being? And I think that's what, so my company's name is MindFlip and it's really that it's about how do I flip my mind to think differently in order to be differently so that life can have a different experience for me. And that is how we kind of journey together. Yeah. So I think, you know, what we need tools as well for anything that you do, you need mm. tools and for the MindFlip, you will need tools as well. Yeah. So what can one do what are the elements, you know, for that setting your goals or flipping that mind? Yeah. So our goals, number one, needs to be very clear. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things is that we are never clear about what the goal is. Give an example, Asha. It's um, somebody says, I would like to lose some weight. So I'm using the weight thing because it's January. And everybody everybody uses that, <laughs> hey? <laughs> <laughs> or I want a new job or whatever it might be. Or I want to start my business. And we kind of go there to that point. That is not very clear. Um, so we've got the SMART principle, which is your goal needs to be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So on the specific part is how specific is your goal? And we sometimes say, I want to lose weight. How many kgs? Mm-hmm. By when? I want to start my own business. What kind of business? By when? What is going to look like? And that is a key element that we normally find. And that's where the news resolutions kind of fall flat. It's because we're not very specific in to say, I actually want to do this. So there must be a plan of action. There must be a plan of action that's going to. But the plan of action can only be drawn up mm-hmm. if I know what it is that I want to achieve. Um, so if I say, for example, that I would like to start a life coaching business or a plumbing business or electrical business, and I'm going to service the whole of Salt River. And servicing the whole of Salt River means that I've got all of these factories and all of the things around me. This is what I want to achieve. And I'm sure by the end of the first three months, I'll be able to get three contracts. That is very specific. You Mm -hmm. haven't done it yet, but at least you've got a clear idea of what it is that you need to do. And then you say, oh, you know, three contracts with all of these things. And Queen's Park just moved out. How am I going to work now? Then you kind of look at it and say, okay, now that I know what I want to achieve, let me break it down. Month one, month two, what are my action steps? The first thing is, let's call people. 
Let me see who's available. What can I do? And then the action step starts flowing from there. Unless we're specific, it's almost like saying I'm going somewhere as opposed to saying I'm going to Joburg, to PE, to wherever it is that I want to go to. If you know where you're going to, you can make the plans accordingly and the actions can flow. So what we're saying is that we see this elephant in the room, Mm. but you need to take one bite at a time. Absolutely. One bite at a time. One step at a time, and you'll see that the one, as you achieve the one part, yes, it kind of gives you a little bit of confidence to do the other one. So if you line up your steps for the first three months, as an example, by doing step one and you see it's working, it gives you confidence to say, let me try step two. And step two is working, let me try. And we also must not get disheartened when some of these steps don't work. Because guess what? What you decided in December, when ha- what's happening in March can be completely different. Yes. Not because, because life happens. And that's the time, so I've got a little acronym that I use. Do you, can yeah. I just ask the question? Sure. Do you okay. think that people often just, you know, think of, you know, what, what they can achieve, what they can achieve, um, but they don't weigh the pros and the cons of, you mm. know what? So if, if I have a list and I make that list, not just, you know, mentally, but I make it yeah. physically and I can see it, I can tick it off, yes. you know, which means I am achieving something. And if there's an obstacle, you say to yourself, you know what, this obstacle, I know that it's going to be there just for a while. We can overcome this by maybe rerouting or doing something else. There's always Detours. Absolutely. I like w- something that you just mentioned, Asha, was to write it down. Yes. Um, a lot of people have got plans happening in their mind. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't do it in your mind. You need to physically do it. So you need to have a very objective look at it. And the thing about the, those steps, it identifies. Once you write it down, you'll be able to see the obstacles. You might be able to see, but wait a minute, um, the plumbing business actually needs a plumber. Um, is that me? Is that somebody else? How am I going to get that? Oh, there's another guy doing plumbing in the area. That seems to be an obstacle at that time. Okay, let me work around that. And then you can actually work around things. And there's always a detour. I like what you said. There's always a detour. But it's for you to find it. And it's going to be through your experience. So it's one of those things is as you progress in your goal, you need to take time to reflect. How far have I come now? Yes. Um, What happened? What is working? What's not working? And you do a little thing called stop, start, continue. What do, need, what do I need to stop doing now that's not helping me in reaching my goal? What do I need to continue doing to keep me on this path of reaching my goal? And what is it that I need to start doing that will help me also towards my goal? And we need to do that quite intermittently and say, okay, fine, wait a minute, let me just pause. Because some of us, we want to run with these goals and we don't have time just to pause and reflect as what we are. And reflection is very important at the end yeah. of each and every day. Absolutely. I mean, the day has gone by so quickly if you look, reflect back, you see, okay, wait a minute, this is what worked, this didn't work. This is how I, a key thing that we need to reflect also on is how have I felt? How did I feel today? Mm-hmm. Did I feel strong? Did I feel a bit weak? What was that? When so-and-so said something to me, how did I feel about that? Because remember, it's not just about your goal. It's about not the thing you're going to do, but also the way you're going to be. Because those feelings is what gives rise and it shifts within our personality and our way of being. And ultimately, if you're a business owner, as an example, or somebody in the community, people's experiences, experiences of you determines how you kind of move forward as well. Malcolm, so mm-hmm. being in touch with one feelings is important as well. So, for instance, okay. if I have a product that I'm selling and somebody, um, you know, tells me that, um, you know what, I don't need this product because um, uh, somebody's used it before and, and um, they said it's not working. Mm. It's not about me. It's about the product. So why do you feel bad if it's the product that you're selling? Absolutely. And we also need to realize not everything is for everyone. Definitely. And so 
when you have something that you are personally attached to, because that's another thing about our goals is, are you attached to your own goal? Mm-hmm. For me to sell um, some snook, as an example, yes. um, will be a bit difficult for me. And, but for somebody else who enjoys the trade, if they are passionate about it, your passion will speak to your product. Now, unless you're passionate about your own product, who is going to buy it? You are connecting to that product. And because you're connecting to it and your passion drives, you'll be able to see, wait a minute, things are happening. And you also realize, but you know, some people like it, some people don't. And that's fine. Let me work with those who do like it. I love when you mentioned Snook because we're looking at seasons as well. You know, everything has a season, like we're setting goals at the beginning of the year because this is the season for setting goals as well. Yes. You're looking at, at Snook and, you're, you know, you're making a good example. I might be a business person, but, but but I don't know the product. I don't know, you know, the pros and cons of selling Snook. It might yeah. go, um, you know, it might go like people say, Jeff Cooper pop Snook on me, you know, but people might tell you that, you know what, if this is the problem with the Snook, bring it back because it will kind of Snook, so Snook, that fun mark. You know, you need the product that you have. You need to know how versatile the product is. Yeah. So how versatile am I myself? Because mm-hmm. ultimately, I'm my own product. I Absolutely. need to market myself as well. And yeah. very often people don't know how to market themselves. And that is a big letdown when it comes to setting your goals and wanting to achieve in life as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And that's the thing about my way of being within my goal. And you need to be able to sell yourself in terms of not sell your soul, just yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and so you need to have the confidence within yourself to say what I'm doing is the right thing to do. My conscience is clear in terms of what it is that I'm presenting to the community out there. And those are the kind of things that speaks a lot to, to what it is that we kind of present to the world. Key thing that you mentioned about seasons. Yes. Everything has got a time. And even your goal will have certain seasons. It will have its startup, it will have its middle point, it will have its climax, then it's got a little bit of decline, then you kind of, wait a minute, I need to shift again, and then you move on. And so don't feel bad about when you go through those things, because when you feel good, we feel good. Yes. And when things are not going so well, remember what when it felt good, and then learn from that and push it back up again. But so many times we get part, halfway through our goal and we just like, then I'm like a pop snook and mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. I'm just like tired and I get miserable. In the meantime, there's so much work that went before that actually did. And sometimes we need to plant the seeds. At the beginning, not everybody's going to buy the product. But guess what? The two that did, they might talk about it. And when they talk about your product and about you and how good you are, what happens? Everybody else then starts saying, wait a minute, let's try this thing. It came to us, we, did, we said, no, but if they said, if I just said it's fine, now then it must be awesome. <laughs> On that note, let's go for ad break, listeners. To stay tuned, we have Michael Felix, our life coaching studio, giving us some motivational talk this morning. Stay tuned. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Indeed, a warm welcome, a good morning to our listeners to 91.3 FM audio streaming at www.vocfm.co.za. I love a Monday morning, and especially when we have such bright sparks like our motivational speaker this morning and life coach Malcolm Felix giving us some, you know, advice for goal setting here this morning as well. Felix, you know, you spoke earlier on with regards to, um, you know, something that you want to set out to do. You set your goal that you want to be, a, mm. say, for example, a plumber. And so there's another plumber in the area. But we all know that, you know, 
business is different for anybody and everybody. Um, you have a different way of how you deal with your business, and I might have a different way of how I deal with Absolutely. my business. And so with goal setting, we, we, we tend to always look at, um, so if there's two of us, um, am I going to make money? Am I? But are we looking at the money aspect? Is it so important then rather to look at what's going to make you happy? Is your goal not to, to set some goal first to make yourself happy in what it is that you want to do? You have to be passionate about what it is that you do. And if that is your starting point to say, this is my life purpose. I remember last week I did a, a workshop to mm-hmm. a group of entrepreneurs on HR practices. And after that, I felt probably the most fulfilled that I did in a long time, where this makes me happy, that I've made a difference, that I was able to add to their lives, help them with their businesses in one way or the other, however small it might have been. But you need to understand that my unique selling proposition is one of those things where you need to ask yourself the question, why am I doing this? Yes. What's the why of your goal? And if you understand why you're doing this, I always believe that don't follow money, money will follow you. If you are passionate about something and you run with it, people live off that. A plumber that is passionate about his plumbing, as an example, he will make sure that the job that he does is perfect almost. Yes. His customers are satisfied. And if you have a satisfied customer, you have an advert there in that customer already. You don't have to advertise anything. Your marketing costs can go down because they will talk to their friends, to their neighbors, to their companies to say, let's use this guy because when he comes, he does this, everything is right. What is your unique selling proposition when it comes to your organization? So when you set your goals, it's about also... I think a key thing that we need to do when it comes to anything in our lives, when we set goals, we need to be able to visualize it. Mm -hmm. Can you see what it looks like? Not where it looks like now. At the end, so if you determine success in whatever way you do, um, and success means different things for different people, visualize, sit back, and can you dream about it and actually picture it in front of you? If you can picture it in front of you, that's the thing that's going to excite you. And you keep that picture. You get it from your mind onto paper, into pictures, visual boards, or whatever it might be, but visualize it. Then you know. And then you say, how excited am I about this? I promise you, your passion and your excitement for your goal kind of rubs off onto everybody else. And they want to come to you because that's excitement and the passion that, you, that you've got. So just a question. Many times when we set ourselves goals, we know that we can't reach that goal by ourselves. Mm. So we're going to be either be interdependent or interdependent on yep. somebody else. We're going to um, need some assistance, you know, of some sort, even if, if we have a business. Yep. I can't be managing the business, financing the business, um, being the one that is um, uh, doing the servicing. You know, you need to somehow say that, you know, these are the various components of my goal. Absolutely. And to recognize that, that to reach my end goal, like you say, if you can visualize what the end is going to be, then you need to know what, what the components are that's going to make a tick. Yes. Without visualizing the end, you can't get to the components. When you get to the components, it's actually to be quite realistic. So part of the smart um, principle is that it needs to be realistic. Mm-hmm. Is to say, for me to get there, it's not going to take two months. It's going to take me about two years. Okay. In that two years, what do I need? I need somebody, a mentor for my business. And you need support. And... I don't think any of us know everything. There's somebody there that knows a little bit more than you. So you add a little bit to you what you know and it will help you. So mentor is a very good thing to have. Then you understand, okay, fine, these are the admin things that need to be done in the business. Am I strong? Am I not strong? We also need to realize that if I'm too busy with all the admin, I can't get out and do the work. 
So that's where the support comes in. And sometimes, you know, it's like for my company, my wife is helping me with my, with my yes. um, accounting and those things, and which I'm very grateful for. Yes. One day when I'm big and I've got a multi-million rand business. I love uh, it when you say one day when you're big. <laughs> and then, you know, I might have to have a team of accountants, but for now, I'll let them rest. Um, but I've got the support that I need. We need to define what support do I need to reach my goal. If you can't put that in place, we are not an island on our own. You're not a one-man band, even though it's a sole proprietor business. Yes. It still needs support from others. And you need to be able to know how to use them. Who can you leverage off? And, you know, I share the one thing that will get people to help you is your passion. It comes back to that passion because people need to believe in your dream. People need to believe in your goal in order to support you for that goal. So unless you're passionate again about it, it's very difficult to get people to support you. Indeed. Um, you know, right at the beginning, we spoke about um, setting goals. And I think many a times we, we, we set our goals and we say we want to achieve this and we want to achieve that. And we're looking at business-wise. But yeah. we forget about developing ourselves, you know, yeah, which is yeah. so important. So uh, for me to do or to achieve my goal, let me work on myself first. And I yes. think um, we sell ourselves very much short many a times. Mm. We don't believe in ourselves and self-belief is very, very important yeah. um, if you want to be a successful person in life. Mm. And that's where it comes to. The question is, by the end of 2020, what's the kind of person I want to be? What's the growth that I need to go through there? We, and I mean, we've got different components of our lives and spiritual from our relational aspects, all of those things. If you want to change your relationship with any person, yes. there's a different way of being for you to aspire to. And the question is, what does it take for that? One of our biggest things is we hold ourselves back because we are afraid of something. And it's like, okay, if I change my way and he or she doesn't change the way, then what's it all worth it? But sometimes it's important for you to change who you are and be able to go on the journey of self-growth and saying, I can no longer be the person that I'm now. By the end of March, end of 2020, the person that I want to see that lives life and B is X, Y, and Z. And then at least you know, okay, all of this thing, personal growth is a journey. I think it probably takes much longer than starting a business or anything else. To do. And it's about that day by day working on it to say, today I didn't do or become the person I wanted to become. Guess what? It's fine. But there's something that you did that's realizing it towards whether it's reading something, whether it's doing something, whether it's just starting to greet people which you haven't greeted before, as an example. We have a comment here from one of the listeners. says, uh, Salam's interesting program. Uh, what's the difference between four days course and a nine-month life coaching course? <laughs> I don't know. You, you should have the answers there, isn't yeah, it? So the one is a crash course. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so anybody that wants to go into life coaching, I will really encourage him to research um, the different courses that's available. And what you actually want to ultimately aspire to is to have a professional affiliation to either ICF or to community. Um, and for that, you want to make sure that you've got an institution that covers those competencies and those things. Um, doing something in four days is going to be a crash course. It's going to be quick, quick, quick. But the question is, what then? Um, I mean, I'm busy with my, I've done my advanced um, programs. I'm busy with my postgrad. And yet I'm learning even more. And it's about, we're dealing with people. And people are not static. So people always shift. And it's about, do I understand how people learn and all those things? So my encouragement will really be, um, if you want to do a four-day course, it's a nice-to-know kind of course. Um, but if you really want to become a life coach, do something a bit on the longer side. And there's 
quite a few institutions in Cape Town and around. Okay, this is one that says, um, Assalamu alaikum, a very inspiring, uh, inspirational program. How do, uh, how to deal with a spouse who discourage you when you want to make change, example, to study um, irrespective of your age? I like that, irrespective, irrespective of, of your age, age, which is good. We are never too old to learn. Um, and you should learn from the cradle <laughs> to the grave, isn't it? Everybody. Exactly. And we grow. Um, working, dealing with, um, yeah, uh, th that's a very difficult one. Uh, I think your prayer life, one, increases because <laughs> you need to start praying more. Um, question is, does the spouse see the vision or the end goal of what this study is going to give to you? If I study for the sake of studying, it can become annoying, I must be honest. Yes. If it is, I'm studying this particular course, because at the end of this course, our lives will be like this. Um, what does it take? And sometimes to ask the spouse, okay, what do you think our lives should be like? Give it 10 years. In 10 years, what should our lives be like? This or whatever. If I study, this is a benefit to us and those kind of things. But it's a very studying is also a very personal thing because we all enrich ourselves in different ways. And but isn't it when you empower a woman, you empower a nation? Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't know who the spouse was, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And, yeah. and obviously, if your wife wants to empower herself a little bit more, she wants to go and study further. Isn't that going to benefit your household and even a community? Because you know, empowering a woman is having that ripple effect as well. I, I think yes, absolutely. It doesn't matter who gets. Um, the studies. My my personal philosophy is I need to allow my spouse to be the person who she wants to be. And if studying is part of that process, then that is what she will go through. But I think sometimes, you know what, and especially when perhaps she didn't say what if she was um, a work, what if she is a working person and, you know, they depend on, on her income yeah. as well. Um, how is it going to impact um, the time with the children, mm. you know, the time within the household, um, sitting with the books? You know, these are things that, you, like we say, a make a list, make be realistic absolutely. and see, you know, over how many years maybe so that it doesn't impact, you know, negatively mm. on the family as well. But also, you know, not to stifle her growth because you might be thinking at the end of it, she's going to earn more money than you. She's going to leave you behind. No, you, ego thing. <laughs> you know, there's lots of things. And, yeah. and I think to openly speak about it, to communicate is extremely important in this case absolutely and that thing about making lists when i mean myself and my wife we were married and we were studying at the same time then the little one came and like i said i'm still busy studying now at the moment but it's that thing about how do i structure my life how does it work then we look at also how do we need to support each other in terms of that because there's going to be a time when it's flipped when he maybe wants to do something and he needs her support in one way or the other. And that is how we kind of grow together is to say, okay, fine, as a family, this is where we are now, this is where we would like to be. This new thing of the books are coming in now. Yes. How are we going to manage it? And I like what you said, is it going to take another year or two years? If it's a one-year course that I can actually do over two years, and I know I need to do like two modules as opposed to five. Because I also don't want to sit and see, oh, wait a minute, I failed three subjects. Yes. As an example. So we kind of manage it, break it down and understand what is it actually going to cost. So there's always a cost to anything. It's going to cost. And there's always bursaries available as well. So, you know, you need, you need to think of um, what it is that you're going to do. Um, are there bursaries available and things like that yeah. as well. And besides the financial cost, there's a yes. cost in terms of time. Definitely. So, uh, it's <laughs> like now I've got X amount of kids. I need to spend time with them or X, Y, and Z. Or it's going to be the family time. I can't now go to everyone's wedding. I need to cut down on the weddings or whatever it might be. People will be upset, but we just send them a gift. Um, but it's about those things. And then saying, okay, fine, what am I willing 
to pay for this that I want. And how are we going to work that cost? So what we're saying is that, you know, to keep the scale balanced is that uh, what we want to achieve, we need to also make sacrifices and that is how it's going to be. We're not going to juggle, we'd rather say we're going to balance the scale. Absolutely. And then I like to think about balancing and how do I then reintegrate my life to have various components to actually work together as such. Um, maybe I can introduce the listeners to the Wheel of Life as an example. They can just Google it. It's a Wheel of Life. It gives you different components that you can look into and actually ask yourself the question, how do I fit in all of these components of my life, mm-hmm. whether it be family, work, relationships, recreation, all of those kind of things, and how do I balance my life? So I believe more in life integration because we are one person with different components and how do we integrate them all into one? Malcolm, that's all we have time for for today. You want to share some contact details of yourself with our listeners if they want to make contact with you, but I know within two weeks we'll have you back with us. Yes, no, thanks, Asha. Yeah, so if the listeners want to get hold of me, um, they can go onto my website, which is www.mindflip.co.za, or they can send me an email on malcolm, M A L C O L M, at mindflip.co.za. So that's mindflip. Yeah, M I N D F L I P. Malcolm, thanks so much and all the best. Thanks, Asha. You're welcome. of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo.